Wednesday, or at least I hope it's Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. Honestly, I don't even know. Who knows what day it is? It's like March 99th at this point, right? Does anybody else feel like you completely skipped like three months? That's how I feel anyway. I feel like I worked, I was at work, and then all of a sudden I wasn't at work and I was still working, and then one day I just stopped working, and now it's July. I don't know. It's been crazy. I hope everybody's doing okay, you know, besides the world kind of being on fire and coming to an end and, you know, no uh, light at the end of the tunnel, but other than that, let's just keep it positive, right? Um, I'm going to apologize in advance if you hear a very disturbing licking sound. It is not coming from me. My dog has this need to constantly lick his paws, lick his mouth, lick the air. Anybody else have an animal or spouse or anything that just is constantly doing that? Like, there's nothing wrong. The vet is like, he's great, living his best life. And I'm like, yeah, but the noises that come from him it's not a problem unless or until it's three o'clock in the morning and I'm woken up by that sound and I can't just be like hey stop he doesn't understand that so I'm just looking at him and he's looking at me and he's like what are you gonna do about it go back to sleep so that's where I'm at with the dog love him and he's the best And I know he's mine and everything, but he's the cutest dog in the world. Just saying. Don't, you know, don't get mad at me for saying that. But he's the cutest. Even though the noises are driving me crazy. Anyway. As everybody knows, and I'm not going to get into it, but I am a teacher. And let's just take a minute. (laughs) Let's just take a minute to discuss the fact that You know, before COVID, we were just measly peasants, you know, just trying to do some honest work. Then around April, we were gods. It was pay the teachers a million dollars, give them all of the Starbucks gift cards and and kiss their feet, worship the ground they walk on. And then approximately 37 seconds later, it was, hey... You're cool with, like, dying, right? You're cool with going back to work, even though, you know, there's just, there's a hazmat suit waiting for you. I just want to take a minute to acknowledge that that's kind of what's happening here. I am not going to discuss how I feel about it. I just want to acknowledge the fact that things are crazy. I honestly don't understand a lot of it just because I'm kind of I'm living in like a I have my head so far dug in the sand that like I'm I'm rainbows butterflies sunshine unicorns up in here but I just can't see going back to work I just can't see it however whatever it is I literally have no control over it so I'm just gonna go with the flow whatever they want me to do I'm gonna do it and just hope that it all works out I don't I I just don't want other people to feel like guilty and having to choose what like for an example I don't have any kids I have just this this licking dog and a husband I have no children so my you know I could go back to work safely and understand all of the risks and and be okay with doing that 
I would also be okay with working from home. Did I love working from home? No, but I did what I had to do. So whatever the outcome is, is what I'm going to do. I feel really bad for the people who are having to choose between their job and feeling guilty if they don't go back and also the children that they are going to have to leave home if they're too young to go to school or their school's on a different schedule and trying to manage how like who's going to take care of their kids while they have to go into work and just a lot of the risks there but again it is what it is like there's I think that things are going to change a hundred more times before September so we shall see right in the meantime truthfully and this is not me just like being annoying. I'm glad that I have a job. I'm glad that, you know, things are seeming to kind of work out in a sense of like, there's plans in place. There seem to be, you know, you know, a consensus as far as like, we need to do what is smart. Um, But at the same time, like, let's just all take a minute to deal with the craziness of the world. Anyway, it's been, it's been weird. Like, normally around this time, you know, in, in, under a normal summer circumstance, I would be kind of, like, doing different things. The beach, which I've, I have been going to the beach safely, but, like, going to the beach or going out with friends or, you know, bopping around and doing this, that, and the other thing. And not really realizing how much time that eats up. Kind of not having that ability to do a lot this summer I'm realizing like wow these days feels like one long day like I'm glad that the dog is here because it definitely helps but like imagine if I was just like at home alone right now all summer because what are you gonna do where are you gonna go you can't really go you know you can go to the beach but be careful you can't go out to eat unless yeah you can go out to eat but like you you know you can't like just go shopping or you can't there's it's everything is just so limited and you're really you should still be kind of being smart about being home like what am I doing every single day every day is like I'm trying to be productive I'm trying not to be like the world's laziest human being but like if there was a competition I'm just saying I'm just saying but I mean, I'm, I'm somebody who, like, I can't just sit and do nothing. I can't. It's, like, I'm not wired that way. So I have to, like, actively tell myself, like, it's okay to sit and relax for an hour. It's fine. I just, it's, it's something I struggle with. So what I've been doing is I have a planner. Now, something you need to know about me is that I love a planner. I love a notebook. I love a planner. I love pens. I love anything that is giving the illusion that I have my life together. So I have a planner. In fact, I have like four. I have a planner that, you know, days of the week, calendar, to-do lists, you name it. I will write everything down. Because if I don't write it down, it's gone. Appointments, you know, things I have to do, gone. Totally. I My memory is that of a goldfish. Um, so I, I, I love a planner. My problem is that I forget to look at the planner that has things written down in it. So it's really not um, helping me in any way. I also have like five different systems. So I have like my, my planner that I write things down in. I also have a um, like a whiteboard magnetic calendar that's 
next to our, you know, on the side of our refrigerator. I'll write things down there. I also have the, you know, app that, you know, houses all of the things I have to do. It's an app called Cozy, C-O-Z-I. Not an ad, although I wish it was. Um, and that's where I can write down, I can put in, like, things that we have to do. Like, it syncs with Frank. Frank has the app, too. So I can put in, like, things that I have to do, things that he has to do, and then things that we have to do together. And we'll get alerts from that. It's also, that app also has um, a grocery list feature. So, like, you can have everything in all in one spot. So my problem is, is that I have, I don't have a system. I have 12 and I haven't figured out, like, what actually works best for me. So I think that's part of the problem. But anyway, so I've been in my planner every day writing, like, one productive thing to do a day. So that I, once I do it, if I complete it, okay, great. Now you can do whatever you want. It's scheduled relaxation, which kind of doesn't make sense. But it's what works for me. So today, and it, it could be really dumb stuff. Like, yesterday I had to um hand wash all of our like mugs and like travel mugs and and things that are hand wash only um okay that took what 10 minutes of of my life okay great now I'm gonna watch the office for three hours you know it's not a perfect system but (laughs) it's a work in progress um so it's just been the summer is is hard I don't I don't like uh, I love free time I love you know not really having anything to do but it's also really hard for me to just be and not be, like, going, 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 going. Um, I usually get used to it by, like, August, and then I have to just go back to work. So we'll see. Um, we'll see what that looks like in, in September. You know what I'm struggling with? I want, like, I want you to think about, like, your teenage self for a second. What is one thing that somebody told you, like, as, like, in your teenage years that they're like, oh, this is only going to be a problem now. When you're older, you know, this won't be an issue. There's so many um, things that you can kind of fill in the blank for there. But one thing in particular is really grinding my gears. (sighs) When I was a teenager and my face would break out with, like, pimples and, you know, various disgusting things, people used to say to me, oh, I know it's hard right now, but when you're older, you won't have breakouts anymore. When you're older, you won't get pimples. You'll have beautiful skin. Like, liar. You big fat liar. I Like, the biggest lie I've ever heard. I am not 13 years old anymore, and I'm still getting pimples. Why? Why? How? I really think it's because, like, probably however many years ago like there wasn't that much like crazy makeup happening and now like as we're getting older we're we're putting on more makeup so maybe it doesn't work that way anymore but like this is bullshit because I'm supposed to have glowing skin I'm supposed to not have to worry about the fact that I wake up with a twin sometimes right with its own heartbeat Anybody, you know that? Like, it, this thing hurts. It, you know, they, they hurt. They're under the skin. That you, you move a certain way and you're pretty much knocked out and blacked out for, like, 35 seconds. That shouldn't be happening anymore. And part of the problem is what we like to call, or I've heard, you know, the young people say, mask knee. You know this term? Mask knee. Mask acne. It is 100% a real thing. If you're like, why am I breaking out? I have not put on makeup since March 17th. 
I, you know, I am washing my face, I'm showering regularly, I'm drinking a ton of water, like, it's because every time you put on the mask, you're welcoming it like, like a Petri dish. You're like, come on in, the water's fine. You like this pour? Like this pour? It's like a hot tub. Welcome. And that's literally what I'm dealing with. Because it's in that area. It's your nose, it's your mouth, it's your chin. It's enough. Enough is enough. I can't, I can't do it. So I, I... That's one of the things that, like, you thought when you were an adult you wouldn't have to deal with anymore. But, you, you know, let's just throw in a pandemic and really take you for a loop, right? Anyway, to be honest, um, let's just move right along. To be honest, I, I'm really struggling with, um, with recording episodes, and I know I've said this before. But it's just like, you know, I'm not feeling uh, overly... Um, motivational not that I really ever have been I'm not feeling like very insightful um it's been a struggle I think that this situation is affecting everybody differently um but for me it you know it's 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 taking a lot of energy just to kind of function um so I hope that once um things kind of start to feel a little bit more normal I will start to feel more normal in this lens too um but until then I'm just going to talk about random stuff because I feel like we need a little bit of a break um and that's where we're at I need so much of a break in in a sense of I can't even um turn on the news anymore which I know is not the best way to deal with things like I can't just I, I don't I don't ignore what's going on um but I also would find myself getting very stressed out um and I don't really watch TV. I'm not a TV person. So, like, if I'm putting it on, it's usually background noise, but it is still kind of, like, seeping into my brain. We actually got rid of cable. Not for that reason, just because, like, I feel like cable is a giant waste of money. Um, and <laughs> we didn't use it. Like, we would watch, like, two th- two channels, and it was just a lot of money. But getting rid of – trying to get rid of cable is so difficult you basically, when you sign your contract, are, like, giving away the blood of your firstborn child. It's ridiculous. They make it so impossible for you to cancel. So much so that I, like, our provider, they don't even have the option online. They make you call. And it's not just customer service. You have to find this, like, special treasure hunt of a phone number that's, like, so deeply buried in the depths of their website. I had to, like, Google how to do it, and this, I don't remember what the website was, but they had a fantastic article of, like, first you do this, then you do this, then you do this, because they were, like, I was so frustrated trying to cancel my, um, my service that I needed to make it easier for everybody else. So thank you, kind sir or madam, who did that, because it did help. So we canceled cable, which took, like, six hours of my life that I'm never going to get back on the phone. And then, um, now we've just been, like, just using internet, and I think they're trying to get me, because I have the same exact internet that I've always had with cable, and now it's significantly slower. So, what's your game here? I'm not gonna be like, oh, man, my internet's so slow, let me get cable back, but, and I'm also not gonna be like, let me pay, you know, just as much, if not more money than I was currently paying with cable to speed up my internet jokes on you i have the patience of i wouldn't say a saint but 
somebody kind of relatively close to that. So jokes on you. Anyway, um, so yeah, I've just been kind of bopping along and doing nothing and everything at the same time. But um, some people have been asking me to talk about some certain certain things that kind of have been going on. So I wanted to kind of dedicate this episode to some of my favorite things right now. So being home, I've had to like tap into a lot of hobbies or a lot of things that are just kind of bringing me small or big amounts of joy. Um, because right now I, I think we're all kind of fighting for joy, like trying to find it anywhere we can. So I, I took a couple of days to really make a list of things that are like my favorite thing right now. Um, I don't know if anybody was watching Oprah when it was on. I used to watch the Oprah Winfrey show every day after school with my mom. Um, I can't remember, I think it was after General Hospital or All My Children or some horrible soap opera that my mom used to watch. Um, Hate soap operas. Hate them with like a passion because they're going great and then like they kill a character off but then that same actor comes back as that character's like evil twin and it's just so dumb. It's so dumb. I can't handle it. Anyway, and those shows are still on. How do you still have material? I, I, it blows my mind. Anyway, um, Oprah Winfrey used to do, uh, episodes of, like, Oprah's favorite things, and, like, everybody in the audience would take home whatever those favorite things were. I am not Oprah. I cannot give you anything, nor are the things that I'm going to mention anything, um, extravagant like Oprah would give away like a gold-plated spatula and everybody would like lose their mind in the audience remember when she gave everybody a car you get a car you get a car you get a car didn't that backfire I'd have to look into it but we're not dealing with that here not even close however maybe you can find yourself liking some stuff um again loving my new planner if you're into planners, it was on Amazon. It was legitimately $3. And it's colorful. It's cute. Anything that's going to give you the illusion that you're getting your life together is huge for me. Huge. It's all it's all a facade. It's all an illusion. Um, if you are a woman or a man with long hair or you have wigs that you like to maintain, I highly, highly, highly recommend... The Revlon One-Step Hair Dryer Round Brush. Quite a name. Probably not even what it's called. It's literally a blow dryer brush. And it takes away the awkward blow blow drying your hair. Like with the hard round brush and you can't really get the angles. This is amazing. I blow dry my hair in legit like three minutes and it's the best thing ever. Um, So if you are part of the lazy girl or boy or whatever club like me I've been really using it a lot lately because any sense of like normalcy is what I'm clinging to right now and that in and of itself of like just blow drying my hair I didn't realize like that really does help you feel like you are you know somewhat getting yourself together um that's been helping me a lot um something that has really been kind of like a godsend to me since this whole pandemic, crazy quarantine, whatever started is reading. 
I've talked about it before. I've talked about it a million times. I'm such a reader. I love, love, love to read. Um, and since, since quarantine started, I've read 22 books. So that's 22 books from March until right now, like present day. Now, I always give myself a reading goal for the year. Like I always set a goal, Goodreads, the app uh, and website, Goodreads. Um, it's where you can like track books that you've read, books you want to read. It's, it's, I love that, um, that website. And they also have a yearly reading challenge. So you, you create a challenge for yourself of how many books you want to read in a calendar year. Um, I've kind of been all over the place with this. I've been doing it for a few years. One year, um, I think I read like 60 books. Another year I read 40. Another year I read like 25. Um, it's, it's kind of been all over the place. But I told myself that this year, 2020, I would read 30 books. Um, and I'm, I'm done with that because before quarantine started, I was reading, obviously. But in this time frame, I've read 22 books. So it's been a little crazy. But I did compile a list of different categories of, um, of books. So like... I have, um, like, summer-ish reads, um, like, you know, more light reads. I don't like, um, the term, like, beach reads, just because, like, what qualifies a beach read? A beach. Like, you can bring any book onto the beach. Um, but I do like, you know, the lighter, um, content-wise books right now. I have been reading, um, some heavier books, like, I'm very, very into World War II and the Holocaust and all of that. So I, I have been kind of going back and forth between books like that and then, you know, love story, you know, funny type of books. So if you are a reader, um, these are some of the titles as far as like summer lighthearted reads that I've been reading um, that I really enjoyed. Um, the Hating Game, this was um, a book about a, like co-workers that can't stand each other and kind of I don't want to give things away, but, like, how they kind of get past that. It's, it was very good. Una Out of Order was a book that I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. It's about a woman who – stay with me here. She wakes up – her birthday is New Year's Day. So on New Year's Eve, you know, counting down to midnight, she's also counting down to her birthday. So she's with her friends. It's, like, the late 80s. And she's counting down, you know, five, four, three, two, one, happy new year and happy birthday to her. And she like passes out and she wakes up in her like 50 year old body in like the 2000s. So it, and then, so then she lives a whole year as a 50 year old, even though in her inside, she's like 19. Then, you know, the next New Year's Eve, you know, 54321, she wakes up and now she's 27. So every year she wakes up in a different year of her life and she spends that whole year in that life. So she lives her life out of order. It ended up being a really, really, really good book. I thought it was going to be confusing, but it ended up being like a perfect, you know, summer-ish read. Um, another one was The Mother-in-Law. So good. One of those like thriller, mystery, but also really... um really heartfelt too uh books about a, a woman who whose mother-in-law um is found dead and the whole family has this like really crazy family dynamic and it's all kind of like figuring out how it happened and who did it and it was really really good um surprise me is another one by sophie kinsella i don't remember any authors but i always remember sophie kinsella because any and all of her books are hilarious 
hilarious and also really really good um so if you are looking for like a good light-hearted also funny book anything by Sophie Kinsella is gonna do it for you um this was about a couple who kind of figure out that you know they're happy they're in love but somebody had said to them oh like you guys are so healthy and great you're gonna be married for another 68 years and that number really freaked them out because when you get married and, and you talk about forever and ever you don't think about forever as as a year or as a number you think of it as like this like misty cloud of like someday like well forever but when someone puts a number to it you're like oh my god wait how many more years and that's what this couple really went through of like how are we going to sustain this because that's such a long time so they started coming up with ways to like surprise one another to keep their marriage you know interesting and it's hilarious um the Rosie project was another one that that's a book that is about somebody who's um autistic and trying to figure out how to um find a wife it's hilarious it's good other people's houses was another one about um like you know you have like nosy neighbors and you know your neighborhood has this dynamic uh it's kind of about that and then can you keep a secret is another sophie kinsella book um that was hilarious and funny now some of the books that have a little bit more substance um the, I have them listed here. These were ones that I really, really enjoyed, but they were heavier. So if you're like, eh, I'm not into like the, you know, the funny, lighthearted stuff. I really like to, to challenge myself with, with books. Um, My Dark Vanessa was a book that was haunting. This was something that um was really hard for me to read at times. It was uncomfortable, but it was an important read. This was about a girl who... um is you know she goes to a boarding school and she you know sparks a a relationship with her professor so she's like 15 and he's like almost 60 I think and this affair lasts years like into her adulthood and it's all about how um he he I had you know assaulted another student and there's like these allegations against him and she's defending him of like no our relationship was was consensual and it was beautiful and romantic and it's all about how groomed this girl was as a child to believe that this man that was assaulting her was you know was in love with her um again harder to read but but good um i used to i was fine i would find myself honestly putting the book down because i was getting a little nauseous um but i feel like when books give you that like visceral like feeling like it you know it's physical that's how you know that um number one it's it's well well written um but number two that if you're having a reaction like that number one you're not number one number two but like you're enjoying the book but it's an important read too I always find that books that make me um uncomfortable are the are the most important books for me to be reading um salt to the sea that was another book that I loved World War II era, but it deals with, you know, when you're reading World War II novels um, or any kind of books about that, it's usually always focusing on, you know, Jewish prisoners and Auschwitz and the Holocaust. This dealt with another angle of World War II in um, Lithuania. Oh, so good. So, 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 so good. Um, The Girl He Used to Know was another book that I thought was going to be 
light and funny and at times it was but it really is dealing with somebody that is autistic and um there's a twist in it that I don't want to give away but I didn't see it coming and I loved it um so I would recommend that um and the other the last two I know I'm spending a lot of time on this the last two uh the 57 bus is a true story about um a young man who like a teenager who is joking around with his friends on a bus and he accidentally I'm using like air quotes here because this is what you have to kind of figure out accidentally sets somebody's um skirt on fire and it's all about how he you know it's this whole information every part of the book is factual so it's taken from you know police questioning to court documents to interviews everything so there's nothing fabricated in it it's all about how he is maintaining that it wasn't on purpose and other people are saying that it was there's a whole um piece of this that I don't want to say because it'll give things away but this was one of the most important reads um in the last couple of months it was very very good and then last was the red bandana which was a true story about um a young man who saved countless people um during 9-11 that was very good as well so those are some of the favorite books that I've been reading recently um they really did stay with me and I think that people would like them um let's see what are some other things that I am loving right now oh I know I am late to the game with this I know I know I know I am however Hamilton oh my god Hamilton how did I not know about this up until three weeks ago two weeks ago listen Years ago, someone said to me, you would love this play. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's really my speed. Full well, like not knowing really anything about it. However, why wasn't this in my life five years ago? How did I not know that this was the most amazing thing? If you're, I don't care if you hate plays, you hate theater, you hate musicals, you hate history, you hate everything. Watch this on Disney+. Plus. It is fantastic. Now, I personally love theater. I love, um, I love musicals. I, you know, used to do them, although I really don't have any talent when it comes to that. That's besides the point. Um, so much so, in fact, the play Rent, I saw it twice on Broadway, um, and my obsession with Rent was very unhealthy. Every single day, Every single day, I would come home from school, middle school, and watch the movie, Rent. I'm going to say it again. Every day. My parents and brother hated me. I had the soundtrack. I was obsessed. Now, this is something that I've noticed about myself. When I like something, it's consuming. I am obsessed with it. I want to know everything about it. And I focus all of my attention on it. I know this about me. So, like, when I watched um, the Netflix show, When They See Us, if you have not watched this, put me on pause, go watch the whole thing, and then come back. And you will understand what I mean when I say it was the most, uh, the most important Netflix series that I've watched in a very long time. It's the absolute true story of the Central Park Five, the, the five teenagers that were um, 
accused and found guilty of raping a woman in Central Park, even though there was no evidence to um, convict them. And they spent years and years and years in jail trying to maintain their innocence. Um, and it's done so well by the actors. I, When I watched this for the first time, I think I watched the whole thing. I remember I watched – it's five episodes, if I remember correctly – and I watched four episodes in one day, and then I woke up so early the next morning to watch the fifth one because I couldn't, um, I couldn't get my mind off of it all night. And I cried and cried and cried while watching this show. It was fantastic. So much so that, like, I researched everything. I needed to know everything about it. I needed to know about the actors. I needed to know about the real people. I need, like, that's, that's where I'm at. I always find myself like consuming everything about whatever it is that's currently at the forefront of my interests um so Hamilton is no exception I watched it once not knowing anything about it and then immediately went down this rabbit hole of like I need to know everything about the true story I need to know everything about the actors I need to know everything about how it was done and I've watched it I think I'm on my fourth time watching it I have the soundtrack on my phone. I have the mixtape on my phone. I'm constantly singing the songs in my head. I'm trying, I'm relating everything to it. It's so good. I think the reason that I like it and probably why other people like it is because you are learning while you're watching it. Like I, there were so many things I didn't know about my own country or the founding fathers or I'm, I'm very stupid when it comes to history. I'm not kidding. Um, but this was really more rooted and focused on like the relationships between people and and how deception you know is not always like there's not always a good guy and a bad guy and and i think that they did such a phenomenal job as as actors um really uh you know portraying these these real people it was fantastic watch it listen to the songs fall in love with it the way that I did Frank hates me hates me because it's always on or I always have the songs on um and I don't think he's ever gonna actually sit down and watch it with me but like if I just keep having it on eventually he'll piece it together anyway um let's see what else has been going on or what else am I loving right now we ordered uh, a peloton bike which is very exciting um, I don't think it's going to be a glorified uh, clothesline or coat rack or anything of that nature. I think we're actually going to use it. My parents have one. And listen, if my dad and my mom are loving a Peloton, I know that I'm going to love it. Um, my best friend Kelly has one and her fiance. And they really were the ones that were like, you need to get this. You would love it. And I'm really excited. It doesn't come until freaking September. I should have ordered it months ago. But that's something to look forward to. I think we all need just something to look forward to. I've been ordering a lot of stuff online just because I'm like, it gives me something to, like, oh, the doorbell's ringing. Great, another package. Um, and, like, stupid stuff. I'm not spending. I mean, obviously, a Peloton is expensive, but that's something that we're definitely going to use. Frank, too. He's very excited about it. Um, but, like, you know, Amazon or, or other, you know, stores, I'm just like, huh, that's a sale. Let me just – I haven't I haven't bought a lot for myself in a, in a while, so this is kind of like – Oh, I, I have all these, you know, I have outfits and things from when, I, from before COVID, because I was supposed to be traveling a lot this summer, you know, spring outfits, summer outfits. Now I'm 
all the tags are on them and they're just sitting in the closet. And I'm like, well, I could always use more yoga pants because that's what I'm, that's what I'm wearing every day. Um, but yeah, so that's some of the stuff that I'm loving right now. Oh, one more thing because I'm looking at it. If you haven't tried a rose water spray for your face, I don't know what you're missing out on. I don't know what you're waiting for because you're missing out. The most refreshing thing ever. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, look up rose water spray, any brand. I personally like the Mario Badescu brand the best. Um, it's like $7 at like Ulta, but it is, it's like, it's like just like a refreshing spritz on your face when it's a thousand degrees outside. Can we just talk about how freaking hot it is outside? I love summer. I love, I love it. Right now, we're not friends. We're not even acquaintances. I wouldn't say we're enemies, but you know, if I were to walk by summer in a Walmart, I would not pretend, I would not say hello. Like, oh, we went to high school together. Hey, how are you? No, walk right past you. Because I'm a little angry that it's so humid at 7 a.m. Why? Why? I take the dog out every morning around 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, a quick 10-minute walk. We come back and we're dead. We're sweating. We have bug bites. I, oh my god, I am like, I must be like a wedding cake to these to these mosquitoes. Like this giant decadent monstrosity to them. Like I have the most amount of bug bites on me right now. I didn't even know it was possible. It's I I, I have calamine lotion all over me. I pretty much bathed in it this morning because I went outside yesterday around the block, 5 minutes. I came back with seven new bug bites in addition to the 12 I already have. It's, I have them on my neck, on my face, my ankles, my, oh my god, oh my god. And I can't wear pants because it's so effing hot outside. This is a problem, this is not the biggest problem in the world, but it's, it's what's bothering me. So, I don't know how I got onto this, but listen, this is the content that you're going to get for the foreseeable future. So let's just, let's just be accepting of it. I do want to, um start getting back into some more substantial stuff. I've been struggling with two ideas that I want to discuss with you. Now, I'm obviously going to um, talk about both of these things, but I don't know which one to tackle first. I want to talk about the hard part about um, establishing boundaries in your life because boundaries to other people is very offensive but for you it's absolutely necessary um especially when it's a boundary against somebody that you never thought you'd have to put a boundary in place um I've personally been dealing with that for a while so I wanted to really unpack that and talk about that but I really also wanted to talk about um the idea of forgiveness and what that actually means in real life and not just like oh yeah I I forgave that person a long time ago even though they never said sorry like how, how what forgiveness truly means and not conditional like an unconditional ability to forgive someone is very difficult um it's really hard to not hold on to the things that people have done to you um so I really want to tackle both of those things so maybe you can tell me what you would want to hear first um so 
I mean, because in my life, I, you know, like I said, boundaries have become apparent, but forgiveness has also been something that I, I struggle with. I'm not a grudge holder by any means, but I also have a very hard time forgetting what has happened. Um, and, and I think it does stay with you. So I definitely want to talk about both of those things, but I'm not sure what should come first. So maybe you can help me out with that. If you want any book recommendations or anything um, more about some of these things that I've been liking, let me know. I have obviously nothing but time. Uh, I'm sorry if this was a little like, eh, whatever. Um, I shouldn't be apologizing because this is my platform and I can use it how I want, but maybe you can help me with kind of getting back on track and figuring out uh, what's a good way to use my time now that I'm home. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on. I hope everybody's staying cool. I hope that you are staying sane. I mean, whatever that looks like for you. And uh, chat soon. Have a wonderful day and rest of the week.